Good evening, everybody, and welcome into Wiregrass Weather Chat, June 7th, 2020. I'm Alan Skipper, along with my sidekick, Radar Chad Jackson. What's going on? Hey, it's actually kind of funny because I was in the dollar store this last week, and this lady was like, hey, you're Radar Chad. And I'm like, you <laughs> did, know, did this you give her the forecast s- or anything? I didn't. She was like, I didn't know that was you guys doing that. She's like, I'm so happy. I know somebody famous. And I'm like, yeah, I'm infamous, but not famous. <laughs> so, Definitely infamous. You got that part right. <laughs> all righty. Well, we got that out the way. Well, tonight on Wiregrass Weather Chat, we're going to be talking about Tropical Storm Cristobal. In just a moment, we're going to get the very latest from the National Hurricane Center. Should be making landfall just any time now. Uh, This has been a very interesting tropical storm. We have just a few oddities uh, about this tropical storm and some records that it's already broken. You know, they say this is going to be a, um, could be a, a very uptick year as far as hurricanes and tropical storms more than the average and if the beginning of the season is any prediction it is definitely going to be a, a bad year yeah it's it's going to be an interesting time it looks like okay give us the latest from the national hurricane center all right so the latest now is uh that it should reach inside the landfall by about 8 p.m tonight um with the with the winds tropical storm force winds um monday uh, by Monday, 2 a.m., Monday, 8 a.m., it should be up into Arkansas, Mississippi. Of course, it, it'll start to dissipate once it hits land. But I know it's already causing a lot of flooding in, in uh, like Pensacola area. I seen uh, a video of a lady that had water all the way up to the backside of her house because she was right there. I saw that. And and it was like, wow, that's that's a lot of storm surge. It's a lot of storm surge with it. All right. Now, as far as here in the Dothan area and around the Wiregrass, Our official forecast, 40% chance of storms tonight, 40 tomorrow, 20 tomorrow night, up to 80% on Tuesday, 70% on Wednesday, 40% on Thursday. So pretty much a a wet weekend, a wet wet beginning of the week. Yeah, and and lucky for me, I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be in Florida. Oh, and speaking of that, let's go ahead and mention that next week we will not be having our show because you'll be on the road. I'll be on the road. So we'll come back in two weeks from tonight. Give everybody a break from seeing me. (laughs) (laughs) all right so now let's talk about what happened last week we were uh, mentioning about the uh, tropical storm cristobal of course at that time it wasn't a tropical storm now we have two basins um, that we talk about in the national in the hurricane season there's the pacific basin which is on the west side of mexico and the western coast pretty much from there all the way across hawaii and out across the pacific and then there's the atlantic basin which is more in our area And so we don't really talk much about the Pacific Basin because there's nothing there that really affects us, sort of. Typically. Yes. This has been unusual. Now, this is what happened last week. Tropical Storm Amanda. See, now the Pacific has different names than the Atlantic. Right. Amanda formed in the Pacific, and then it cut across Central America, and it dissipated. And then it got into the Bay of Campeche, just below that, down in Mexico and across the Yucatan Peninsula. And then it reformed, and as it reformed, it changed names now for the Atlantic, which was Cristobal. That was the next one uh, in order. Right. Now, that doesn't happen very much where it moves from the Pacific across land and to the Atlantic. As a matter of fact, when it moves across, it started off as Amanda. It got that name because of the Pacific Basin. If it had stayed together as it came across uh, Mexico and it got into the Atlantic, it would keep that same name. 
And that brings up a question. We'll have to look into it. If that was, uh, would it affect the names of the next storms from the Atlantic? But as it turned out, because it dissipated and then it got into the Atlantic, it got a brand new name. Right. So technically last week we were both right. It was an Atlantic storm and a Pacific storm. It just hadn't became an Atlantic storm yet. And, and, and it's because of a Central America gyre. That is the name of the phenomenon that occurred that created what happened uh, with Cristobal and Amanda. And so tell us about what a gyre is. Okay. A, in the ocean, there are five gyres. There's uh, the Pacific, there's the Atlantic, there's the North Atlantic, South Atlantic, and then the Indian Ocean. So with those gyres, what that basically is, is, is it's a large circular, uh, m- many little cyclonic disturbances that form around a big low. And what happens is, is during June, it's rare to see a storm form up. Typically, the gyre in, over Central America, tw- you know, is more toward the end of summer, beginning of fall. And one of the hurricanes that has been really recent that we can attest to that Central American gyre is Hurricane Michael. Thanks to the CAG or the Central American gyre, that's what helped Michael form up to be what it was. So it's basically just a bunch of little mini tropical systems that haven't hit any type of a status that go around this big low area pressure. And again, nine times out of 10, it doesn't happen in June. But for some reason, the, that, that low formed up early in June, and that's what allowed Amanda to cross over and become Cristobal, which, like you said, is, it's a very rare occasion that that happens. Yeah, a lot of records with that. This is, of course, Cristobal being the third-named storm of the season. This is the earliest that has ever happened on record. Here's another record, Chad. Lots Cristobal, this is according to the National Hurricane Center. If its track continues... Once it becomes a depression, it's going to track up into um, Wisconsin, which is the furthest west that a tropical storm has ever crossed the U.S. in history. Hmm. How about that? That's interesting. They said this was going to be a could be a dangerous uh, season, and we've definitely seen some of the uh, some of the indications of that already. Now, before Cristobal became Cristobal, and it was Amanda, did you realize it had killed at least twenty six people? Across Central America. Yeah, I, I had read that. But that is amazing. It, it was surprising to see because it wasn't that powerful of a storm. Right. But it was that flooding and that storm surge, which is one of the things that we try to warn people about, especially on the coastline. That's what that's what killed those people. It, it wasn't, you know, 9,900 mile an hour of force winds. It was literally the flooding and that storm surge. Right. And, and down in Florida already, especially around the Big Bend area, up into southwest Georgia, They've had seven and eight inches of rain already just in the last couple of days. Right. And we haven't had quite as much here in the Dothan area, but that was predicted, maybe one, two, three inches at the most. And so I think the National Hurricane Center, they've been pretty much spot on with their forecast with Cristobal. They have, and we actually just got asked in our in our chat room here um, on Facebook, you know, we were asked, you know, are we planning on seeing anything uh, in Houston County as far as the storm other than you know, some rains, tornadoes, stuff like that. And no, that is not something we are planning on seeing here other than just some regular rain, maybe a few thunderstorms here and there, but nothing major. That's right. And flash flood warning and flood warnings, flood watches 
all over the Florida panhandle, but it stops at the Alabama line, so it doesn't quite make it into Alabama. Here's another interesting thing about Cristobal. Now, it just crossed the Gulf of Mexico, and this is according to AccuWeather. Our oil and gas industry in that area, which supplies 17% of all the U.S. oil production, 50 to 70% of those oil rigs and gas rigs will be shut down for a short time. Now, is that going to affect gas prices, do you think? Uh, I wouldn't. I would hope not, considering we've gotten such a nice little reserve with the shutdown from COVID. But, right. I mean, when Hurricane Michael came in, that's what happened. They had to shut all those down then, too. So it did affect gas prices then. So who knows? Oh, so, yeah, we'll have to see what happens with that. Now, here's another record. If Cristobal had become a hurricane, and, of course, it didn't, and it's not expected to. Right. But had it become a hurricane, it would have been the earliest hurricane to make landfall in the continental U.S. on record. Now, the current record holder, Hurricane Alma, this made landfall in the Apalachee Bay area here in northwest Florida. Mm-hmm. It was a Cat 2 hurricane. That happened on June 9th, 1966. So had Cristobal become a hurricane, it would have beaten that record by two days. Wow. I wasn't even alive then. In 66? Yeah. Wow, you are you are a youngin. I mean, I know you were already in high school or something, weren't you? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I was already chasing girls by that time. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right, so um, what do you expect is going to happen um, with the rest of the season? Now, I know they've said they being the officials, the National Hurricane Center, NOAA, Colorado State, uh, these folks are saying it could be a bad year for hurricanes more than the average what we've seen so far, is that a, a prediction or is it at least uh, an indication of this uptick in the season? So is it a precursor to what's going to happen? Yeah, pretty much. Well, kind of what I think so. Um, and, of course, this is my opinion. Um, the waters over the Gulf and already over off the East Coast are already above normal by almost 10 degrees for this time of year. Um, as the hurricane season progresses, we know that most of these low pressure systems come off of the, the African coastline and then come across. And that's where those major hurricanes come because they have so much time over really warm waters and the wind shear and the jet stream are supposed to be a little further North for the summertime than what they normally are. And so that wind shear, like we had talked about before in one of our podcasts before, is wind shear is kind of like a guillotine for a hurricane. It just chops its chops head, head off. I mean, it takes all the energy out of it. And so with that jet stream being a little bit further north, especially over into the middle portions of the Atlantic Ocean, that gives the those uh, low pressure systems that time to develop and strengthen. And then as it pushes, you know, more toward our area, toward the west, then they don't have that shear. And then they start hitting those gyres as you get closer. There are gyres that are closer to the United States. And as they hit those, it gives them that extra oomph to start spinning even more. So I think personally, I think it is going to be an uptick in, in the amount of named hurricanes that actually happen. Now, whether they affect us or whether they, you know, actually hit landfall or not, you know, maybe two different things. But I do think we are going to see quite a few named storms this year. And we need, we need to go ahead and prepare and plan that one will hit our area, and it will be a major hurricane. We need to at least plan for that. Get your hurricane kits ready, all the things that you need in that. You can Google that because they're changing the list all the time and the things that you would need. Don't forget your uh, rubber gloves, 
and a face mask and these things in case you do have to evacuate. It will just help officials as far as where you go for a shelter. So just kind of get keep yourself covered there. Put that in your kit as well. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, some of the other things was like you had mentioned, the whistle. Make sure you have a whistle. Um, so that way if something happens, you get to get trapped. You've got a way to, to let people know that you're there. Um, <clears throat> make sure that you have uh, medicines, any type of medicines, especially heart medicines or, or uh, diabetes medicines, things that are, you know, critical, critical for your well-being so you don't die. Um, make sure that those are in stock, especially when it gets, you know, because we have a good lead time on hurricanes. We know typically a week or two out in advance, hey, this thing is coming this way. There's a possibility. So that's when you start stocking up. You don't wait to the last minute. With our severe weather in the area, you don't get that chance. But with these, we actually get that chance. So like you said, it is a good idea to, to go ahead and, and be prepared just in case. And looking at the National Hurricane Center forecast for the next five days, nothing out there, maybe up north close to the coast, but uh, uh, the Atlantic coast, right. but probably not tropical. So not much there, nothing else for us to worry about. Um, you can keep up with the National Hurricane Center. Just log on to hurricanes.gov. And then you can also see everything that the National Hurricane Center puts out. And it's perfect for tracking these storms. Oh, it is. Cause they give you the, they give you a track, a three and five day forecast track. And what I try to explain to people is do not go past the three day track because after three days, Nobody really knows. There's, that, there's too much departure. There's, there's yeah. too many variables in place. So look at the three-day track, Turn that, take it from five-day to three-day, um, and then just follow that. I mean, it's, it's the, one of the best resources you can go against. All right, so now we mentioned before that we're not going to be here next weekend, next Sunday, for our podcast because you're going to be on the road. I know you travel down into Florida a lot. Um, I don't know if you realize this. I, I didn't even notice this until this morning. There was actually a tornado that was spawned by Cristobal that hit Orlando yesterday. It did damage to some residential areas, lots of trees and power lines down, and that was all across Orlando. Hmm. Now, at least a dozen tornado-worn storms across Florida yesterday alone. I didn't even, I, I wasn't didn't even, paying attention. I wasn't either. Uh, and know. so if you're going to be traveling down there tomorrow, I think you normally go down into Florida, be careful. I'll try. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about our weather radio here and uh, show, the, show the folks here on Facebook Live a picture of our uh, weather radio. I'll just take it up there real quick. So we had a winner last week, and from our drawing, all you have to do to get in on the drawing is like our page and share our page. We will have the drawing for this weather alert radio every single month, and it'll be the last Sunday night of the month. The last Sunday night of the month. So make sure that you like the page, share the page, and that puts you into an entry every time you do it. You can do it once a day. That's great. We love it. More That's people right. that see it. And then those people can come and like it and share it, and then they get entered into it as well, and we will draw out of our lucky bucket that we had L- earlier. Yeah, the lucky bucket's um, been being washed. It's being washed. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, on Facebook Live, we do appreciate you tuning in every single week. Don't forget, you can go to our website, 955WTVY.com. They sponsor our podcast as we're here in their studios. And you can listen to all of our uh, previous Wiregrass Weather Chat podcasts. The first one was back around Groundhog's Day, the first week in February. Yes, sir. So we have, I think, a total of 11 so if you uh, you kind of get bored, you have nothing else to do, <laughs> you might want to go back and just check those out. 
And they can also go to our weather page on Facebook, which is Wiregrass Weather Chat with Chad and with Alan and Chad, or you can do at Wiregrass Weather Chat, which will pull it up in the search bar for Facebook. All right. Very good. Well, be careful tomorrow when you're out and about. I will do my best and you the same.